hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All the emails are coming in. Oh, people love it. Yes. Sending so much love. Uh, Cliff says the, he uh, wants a sequel to our movie for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. Oh. I like that. Uh, uh, Christy says, I saw your movie on Friday. I loved it. I laughed out loud throughout the whole thing. I felt part, like I was part of the gang as I recognized all the Easter eggs that were included. But I did have a question. Yes. Did I have too many drinks or did I see Frankie the Fly on Steve's shirt at one yeah. point? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. You might That have. is an unintentional Easter egg. We had a fly situation. This fly was near us and Donna loved it. She was sizing it for a collar, leash, the whole thing. <laughs> And uh, we were like, get this freaking thing away from me. And we did not know that it even made it on to me at one point. But it feels like it deserved to be on a guy like that in the movie. Absolutely. You know my yeah, that guy. That um, guy. Also, can I just say, uh, yeah. Amy said, you should know that I went to high school across the street from the Nook and ran ham bowling. And that is where we went to bowl during school for gym class. So, oh, oh wow. Fun. Shout out to Ranham and right shout across out to from, CDH. Uh, yeah, Creighton Durham Hall, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And all of the, you can still get your tickets if you're like, wait, I want to see your movie. I want to see the Jason and Alexis movie, Cobra, LoJ, the whole thing. Ten bucks gets you the link to view all of them, plus our blooper reel. Which we have a uh, good old time in that blooper reel as well. So go to mytalk1071.com, buy your tickets. Shout out to Ranham. Uh, we might go over there and bowl tomorrow, a little lunch bowl. That would be fun. Mm. I found out prices for the Ed Sheeran tickets quickly. Okay. I get you in for as cheap as $124 each. Okay. Now, That's... I want to be clear. You're essentially going to be viewing it from the Goodyear blimp. You are in Section 315. No! At U.S. Bank Stadium. Any section Why? that starts with a three is not great. Why are they charging so much money? And, uh, yeah, nosebleed kind of seats. If you want to be down on the floor, like you and I once when we saw Bruno Mars, Marley's mom paid for the tickets. Thank you, Miss McMillan. We were on floor uh, floor seats. The floor seats, and they don't know what the floor arrangement for the show is at this time, but they are saying that it will be, like, up to... Boy, oh boy, up to $1,285 a ticket. No, bye. And then if you want front row VIP package, do you want that, Donna? No. I'll tell you what it includes. No. Um, <laughs> it doesn't say. So here's the thing. If you want it, you just have to pay $4,488 front yeah. row. Now, right. a lot of this is resale because I've been looking at it too. Uh, there, I don't see any ticket official Ticketmaster prices uh, on Ticketmaster. We do have an email yep. here from yeah, Sonia. Yeah, this took me to eventticketcenter.com. Right, which right. I feel like is a resale. Okay. Site. Sonia says, never say never to concert prices. I just shelled out $275 for one ticket for a box seat at the Armory for Pet Shop Boys and New Order. Concert of a lifetime. I don't regret it at all. I'll just wow. be eating ramen for a while. All right. Wow. I do love me some Pet Shop Boys. Tell you that right now, now, I'm looking in case you really do want to go see Ed Sheeran. I think she really does, Rocco. Uh, and by the way, Donna. Yes, Rocco. I saw you open your wallet the other day, and you did have an American Express card. So there's an American Express pre-sale starting oh. Wednesday the 12th at noon. What a oh, creeper okay. with your wallet. I well, I was, you know, looking to see if there's, a, you know, social security number. I mean, I, am I saying this out loud? Mm. 
Um, there's Do a verified to... fan presale on that same day. Right. General public tickets right. go on sale Friday, is... October 14th. Right. G-Pub, um, you should buy the tickets, secure them for you and Dawn, put it on your Amex, and then let her pay you back, like layaway. Hmm. Let her pay you back closer to. I'm going to let Dawn buy them, and then I will just Venmo her. Thank you. Do you have to put your weight on your driver's license? <laughs> you do, yeah. Huh. Is that what people get weird about showing their driver's license picture? Absolutely. Oh, interesting. Can't you just lie? They don't put you on a scale like your fruit at the grocery store. Yeah, you could lie, but then if you show it to somebody, they might go, Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want? Instead of that, you want them to sort of eyeball you up and down and go, Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) No, I just just don't want to show it to anybody. Thank you. I didn't even know it was on there. I need to look at my license better. When was the last time you got a new license? It might be know. expired. You better look at it. No, it's not expired. I got one like three years ago. <laughs> okay. Suddenly, Donna works at the DMV. You're I that could. friend at lunch. Whatever. Um, Rachel says, loved your movie so much, I saw it on Friday night, and then I went and bought the stream so I could see it again. Thank you. Oh, we love that. We That's do. just so great. I showed it to my mom last night. I think she was a little confused by it. Uh, my cousin Linda <laughs> on Long Island watched it. She loved it. And then oh. she said, it, so Colleen and Bradley's is a little PG-13 uh-huh. or worse. I would yeah. say NC-17. <laughs> I said, please don't show it to your mom and dad, my aunt and uncle. I'm like, please don't show that one to them. There's a lot of inside jokes uh, on ours. You have to yeah. warn people. You have to say, you know, FYI, you might not get some of the stuff because it's very insider. Sure. But <sighs> the general storyline, the narrative, you can latch on to. Sure, a classic sure. story. Absolutely. You know? Classic ending. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the ending. Uh, All right. Now on to Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> she and Freddie Prince Jr., they've got two kids, a 13-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old son. They're not allowed to have their own social media accounts. And Sarah Michelle Geller says, quote, sometimes our kids will be like, you guys are the strictest household. But I say yes, but everyone still wants to come here. Sarah compares letting the kids use social media at this age to letting them get a Paw Patrol face tattoo at the age of five. <laughs> she says, because at that age, there's nothing better than Paw Patrol. And now you're 10 you're 13, and you still have these tattoos on your face, and it's not even who you are anymore. Oh, yeah. It's a very hard concept for young kids to grasp. I like that. With each passing day, I keep thinking, you know, we have a 12-year-old daughter. When you ask me the question, when can she have social media, I don't have a firm answer for you. But here's what I know. Not anytime soon. Good. Whatever. I, I just think it's very, it's very dangerous out there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to be I don't even want to be on. Yeah, you've got to be, as parents, as emotionally developed individuals, quote-unquote, it's important. You have to be very mindful of how you interact with social media. It can be a great great thing, and it can be a really destructive thing. So, yeah, at 10, at 12, uh uh-uh. At 14, mm, me no likey still. There was that Minnesota mom. We've said this before. She told her son, like, hey, if you don't get social media until you graduate from high school, I'll pay you. And she, he made like three grand or wow, something. She just kept amazing. putting money away. It was like, each time you don't do it, I'm putting money away that you're going to get. And if you open an account before then, it's all gone. That's, he, that's really smart. 
incentivize it. Donna, nice Thanks, word. Man. Thanks, and I said it almost with confidence. I wouldn't agree with that, but still cool that you used it. I'm going to go. When we come back, we have a couple of studies. One about how you put your shoes on, and I know what you're thinking. They've run out of content. But <laughs> this is an interesting thing. The headline makes you think, come on, just put them on. But like, how do you put on your socks and shoes? What is the order that you put your socks and shoes on? Mm-hmm. You might be thinking there's only one way to do it. There's three different ones that the internet is debating. Um, also, a TikTok trend that Gen Zers are trying to get boomers to think they're doing, but they're not actually doing. Rude. We'll, <laughs> we'll explain it all when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my team. Morning. If it's morning where you are, I don't know. I love it. Good evening. Oh, good it's afternoon. A- Fun. All the options. Oh, thanks, Steve. Right? I know. Good We're day, sir. We're a global sir. show. Yes. Oh, you can listen on a podcast, which oh. means you can determine when in human history you're listening. That's right. I wonder if anyone's listening. No, never mind. What? I was going to say, like, listening to this episode in 2025. Oh, if you are, shout out to future people. Yeah, more like future blorgs. Humans will have been destroyed by then. In three we'll... years. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, Blorgs. I think that's funny. By the way, wait, Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Why are you ruining my mojo, man? You know, there was a listener who brought me my own sound effect thing. Handheld, since they will not trust me with it at the radio. I've specifically asked Paul Black, God rest his soul, for a sound effect thing. He's still alive. And they were like, no, you don't get one. And I want to be able to hit mail time and stuff like that. And they won't let me have it. Absolutely and so this, not. <laughs> this listener brought me in a thing. It's kind of like the size of a handheld fan, like a portable fan if it's really hot oh, outside. Okay, okay. And it has all sorts of sound effects. I'll go get it during the next commercial and, and let you guys uh, check it check it out during the next break. But wait, what was I going to say? Oh, they the, the listener did that because she feels that I'm a victim at our station, which is true. So I can play my own sound effects to punctuate my own stories. The question I was going to ask you when you hit the sound effect was, who were you talking to during the commercial break? Because I'm going to show you what I saw on the camera at the end, right before you go, good morning, everyone. It's not a Valentine. You were like, <laughs> it was a typical <laughs> worried face of Donna, like, wait, what? And then me, why? And then she turned. Did we just get bad news? Are we getting canceled? No, What's I was going talking on? to Rocco. That's how I talk. That's my face, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. And I just noticed. So for our listeners, we're on camera, so we can all see one another. All of a sudden, our order changed. Like, oh. I was first, and now I'm third oh, on the screen. Th- what happened, Rocco? I didn't do it. All I did was meet, mute, mute myself. Why does your shirt say meat raffle? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it say that? Have you ever it's, been to a meat raffle? Absolutely. I've won. Well, there you oh. go. I'm just yes. celebrating the joys of meat raffle. Uh, thanks for asking, ground Donna. turkey. Thank you. Uh, my wife you bought would. me this shirt. <laughs> oh, my we... gosh. You won ground turkey. You're lying, right? No. Oh my Where'd gosh, you win it? Donna. Ground turkey, Rocco. And a, chi- and a chicken, too. I Where'd think. you win it? Some bar? I, I think, um, so this was, I believe, was a a, a fundraiser for um, oh Camp Heartland. 
up at Docks in Sturgeon Lake, which is a definite you need to stop if you're on your way to Duluth and get a Bloody Mary there. Thank you. Good day. I wanted to bring up um, <laughs> my wife and I at our wedding in uh, 2002, 20 years ago. Thanks Never for heard asking. of it. Okay. Uh, we had a meat raffle dollar dance. So if you pay for every <laughs> dollar you paid for the dollar dance, you got a ticket and then we gave away meat. It was a beautiful night. Wow. That's real it came to me Trashy. in the middle of the night. It came to me in the middle of the Donna. night. And I'm like, this is the best idea I've ever had. So you've always been like this, Rocco. Oh, yeah. I get weird ideas in the middle of the night, in the shower. Is Meg weird, too? No. We balance each other out. Okay, great. The meat raffle is a totally Minnesotan thing. I'm sure, man, you'll call me from Wisconsin and tell me it happens there, too. I just need to know, like, from Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, in Los Angeles, Nobody and Albuquerque. Is. No, when they were like, here's a meat raffle, it sounds dirty. I'm like, this shouldn't be. Those are probably illegal. And then it turns out people are just chipping in money and saying, why well, go to the store and get exactly what I want? I'm going to get involved in a meat raffle where I, based on my <laughs> ticket number, if drawn, will get whatever meat they choose. I think it's fun. I've never done it, and I think I'd like to do it. I just can't believe that you won ground turkey after we went <laughs> I love to turkey. Revival yesterday and you got a turkey burger. Not only do I love turkey, that is my number one meat. That's what I eat mostly. And I actually love turkeys. The animal. Sorry, guys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Remember my boyfriend, the turkey vulture? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So this is, you what was his name? About. Virgil or something? Uh, Nero. Nero, yeah. Yeah. He was cool. I could see you settling down with an animal. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Late in life, she gets like a boa constrictor or something like that. No, that won't happen. How do you put your shoes and socks on? Okay, here we go. This is a dumb question, but it turns out people do it differently. Like, do you put sock, sock, shoe, shoe? Oh. Then Mm. tie both at the end? Or do you do sock, shoe, sock, shoe, tie, tie? Or do you do sock, sock, shoe, tie, shoe, tie? I do sock, sock, shoe, tie, shoe, tie. Me too. <laughs> I do sock, sock, yep, shoe, shoe, tie, tie. That sounds right. No, that's weirder. I do, mine, Ours is different. I do sock, sock, shoe, tie, shoe, tie. You're saying you do sock, sock, shoe, shoe, tie, tie. <laughs> yeah, shoe, tie, sock, tie. sock. Then you put the one shoe on, complete that process. Tie that up before you slide oh, into the other I shoe. I do. I don't wear tied shoes that often, so I have to think about this. You know, once you become a slip-on shoe guy, it's hard to go back to tying. It really is. I, I prefer Velcro, personally. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, guys. Boy, at the end of a long journey. day, you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> it's Donna. She's on the casino tour. That was my father-in-law. My father-in-law... Um, oh, by the way, Gen Zers are trying to prank boomers that they are snorting crushed up porcelain the porcelain challenge on tiktok it's fake they're just trying to get boomers upset wow okay my my father-in-law uh former er doc we go to denny's it was pretty nice and he uh he paid for it and this was right around our (laughs) wedding and he went to pay for it and he's a doctor has a beautiful car the whole thing and then pulls out his wallet and (laughs) he had a velcro wallet and of course my brother-in-law dave unable to ever go into chill mode was like what do we have going on over there <laughs> good doctor do you have a velcro wallet and Man. what was his response he laughed it off he has a very good sense of humor my father-in-law does too sharp on by decide thanks for asking and he uh he laughed it off but yeah we never forgot the patch wallet man i used to call them patch or velcro you know that's very funny <laughs> here i'll pick up the tab 
brings out like a ninja <laughs> turtle wallet. His, like black Amex. And it yes, was, exactly like, What's right. wrong with this picture? <laughs> it's just loud. You cannot slyly pay for something with a Velcro wallet. <laughs> That's funny, Steve. Uh, when we come back, oh, we're going to play a game that the Twin Cities has called the greatest game in the history of games. It's called Cover Story. We'll hear a song. We'll hear eight different artists today who have covered the same song. As we listen, we'll try to identify who is singing it in order. We'll find out who gets more. You can play along to Jack Squat up for grabs, but a whole lot of fun to be had. It's coming up next on Don and Steve. Hey, what's going on? Not much. Final stretch, you guys. The Don and Steve experience on my talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Yeah, I'm just trying to mix it up. Hello. Now, listen, I just want you guys to know, um, because our listeners love it when we talk about behind-the-scenes minutia. I currently cannot find a merge button, which is critically important in downloading our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've reached out to Grant. What do I do if I don't have merge? I think you can just skip merge and hit download. Like a psycho? I don't know. I'm with you. I was looking for merge the other day, too, and I couldn't find it. So what you do? Merge. merge. I didn't do any merging. You can't take that away from me. They took merge away from me. Before we call the cafeteria Mm -hmm. and find out what's the soup today, uh, we ran into Brian. Brian is our uh, chef who runs the Hubbard Cafeteria. Uh Uh-huh. And he is, I mean, it's a real coin flip with him. He's either going to be yucking it up with you, or he's going to give you a look like, hey, if we weren't at work, I'd punch you. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And so, I believe his wife listens to us. What's up, Brian? Oh, really? Hey, yeah. Brian. I, I think his mom does. I know Shout his wife out. does, because when we saw him in the parking lot yesterday, he said, yeah, my wife listens, and she keeps writing down, keeping track of all the insults you throw my way. <laughs> I said, all right, well. It's all in, out of love. And so I said, hey, did you ever get that message? You didn't pick up last week, and he didn't pick up yesterday, and we were like, look, either we're going to make you a star or not, or we'll burn this place to the ground, proverbially. And I said, did you get the message I left? Yeah, I did. In fact, I recorded it, he said. Tell me if you think I started this message to our Hubbard cafeteria a little bit too strong. Hey, hey Patterson, quick question. Uh, why do you suck so hard? We tried to call you two days in a row. Is that too much? And you haven't answered. We're trying to turn you into a star. And here's burning our advances. Also, if you could call us back, what's the soup? 651-641-1071. Uh, you know, okay. Do we have okay. his phone number? Like, Can we call his cell? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't, There's I don't no fun in there. Alice. Alice is now reluctantly a part of the bit. I was wondering, do we need to make an open for calling Alice? I kind of think so. Because here's the thing with Alice. Listen, I don't know if Alice, maybe she listens right before. I'm sure she sees it on the phone that it says a call coming from My Talk Studios. But Alice, and Alice has to, you know, she's got to keep the, the, the riffraff out of here sometimes. So she's got to be a hard charger. But she, she seems security? to pick up the phone. Yeah, she seems to pick up the phone giggling. When we call. So I think she knows. I would really love. There's got to be a lot of Alice drops. Alice from the Brady Bunch. Alice from the TV show Alice. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Come on. I I love the name Alice. Can I just say that? Why don't you say it to her when we call her? Let's call Alice so she can connect us to the cafeteria. Even though it does have the word lice in it. I'll lead the way. Please don't lead with that. Wow. Friend is. Alice. Stevie boy. My talk 107.1. Say hi to the Twin Cities. (laughs) 
All right. Hey, um, listen, can you connect us to Brian in the cafeteria? We need to find out what's the soup. All right. (laughs) I love the name Alice. She's a good name. She's fun. You lead. I burn bridges. I tell you what, if he doesn't, so help me. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Tom's there today. He's got no excuse. Your call is being... Wow. Really, Brian? Really? Oh, hi, I'm Brian. I'm too good to pick up the phone because well, it's Donna, the lunch rush. Donna, maybe what? okay, maybe he was busy. He might. They might be short staffed there. They're not. It He's is got three lunch of them there. rush. I, Tom, uh, were we going to say that every day? Oh, it is lunch <laughs> rush. It's Whose side really are you on, change. Rocco? Yeah, Rocco. Uh, oh man, they should just put it. They should just put it in the sheet. Like, what's the real meal today? Do we Rocco, know? if they put it in the sheet, then we don't have a bit. <laughs> then we got to come up with like two and a half more minutes of stuff. We just need him to get a freaking Bluetooth headset on. Yeah. And walk around. And when we call, double tap the ear and let's hash this out. All right. Let's call oh, him again. Someone's calling us. Oh, oh, hey, oh, oh Lord yes. in heaven. Okay. This is him. Oh, no. I don't want to oh, call again because then I don't want to. We need the direct line to the cafeteria so that if we have to call a second time, we don't have to go, go through, through Alice. Alice. Let's do Alice one more time. Oh, one more time. Yeah, you talk this time. Bad. Now I do right. too. What, what is she doing? She's watching Gunsmoke. Oh, <laughs> now I'll put the call. Okay, Guten Tag. Hi, Guten Tag. You're on the Don and Steve show. Who's this? This is uh, Brian down yes. the cafeteria. Oh, Brian! We were just saying so many nice things about you. Yeah, yeah dude. Why did you not pick up the first time and how did you get our number? I, uh, well, you called me, so I have okay. your number. It okay. up on my phone. All right. And then I, um, I was, you know, working. I mean, so, seriously. What's... Brian, you got three people there today. I know. What's your excuse? Um, what was my excuse? Oh, I just uh, got a lot of caterings next oh. week, so I'm trying to yeah. avoid some... Your excuse should have been, I didn't feel like talking to you. Yeah. Wait, yep. Donna, what's, hang on. All right, what's the soup? What's the soup today? I got a chipotle beef and black bean. No! Whoa, Donna! Whoa. What do you mean, no? Why are you saying that? I want it to be split pea, and I don't do beef. Thank y'all. All right, All right. I love you, Brian. All right, see you, Brian. Hey, see Brian, how about some split pea tomorrow? Nope, oh, okay, gone. fine. Tomorrow's you know, chili day. We sh- we should figure that out by now, but... Well, we will, uh, and we'll call tomorrow and ask <laughs> about the chili. Um, Donna, this split pea thing is super you. It's delicious. During war... Rocco, do you like split peas? I do, ham? yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a delicious oh soup. Of all the soups, the hierarchy that's, of soups. That's A that is number at the one. Base of the pyramid. Oh, my word. It doesn't What's plate well. What's your favorite soup? I love a chicken tortilla soup. I love a tomato bisque soup. Lobster bisque. You don't get any, the, any better than lobster bisque. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, Lord. Lobster is overrated. Thank okay. you. We work with one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's it who is, I was talking about. Delicious meat. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no, it is. It is overrated. It's not that good. It probably shouldn't be as expensive as it is. It's. It's like the scum of the of the sea. You know, like it's a bottom feeder. It's. It's like a snail. You might as well be eating snails. Okay, so many people love escargot as well, which is snail. Which is not good. Oh, man. 
You're missing out on so much. I like crab. Crab is pretty good. Not too different from lobster, is it? I mean, it's a lot of work to get a little bit of meat. There, I'm with you. I would like you to take the shell off and keep it in your kitchen. Don't bring it out to me. Don't bring me a nutcracker. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not on some sort of like backpacking adventure where I want to learn new skills. I'm here to eat. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, Time I for do. the apple and the onion. All right. What's your high? What's your low of the uh, the day that was on the Donna and Steve experience? Donna, why don't you start? What was your apple? Um, my apple was um, oh shoot, um, um, oh man. <laughs> do you want to workshop this? No, my apple was uh, sock sock shoe shoe because it was tie, fun tie. to say. Yeah, sock, sock, shoe tie, shoe tie. That that was hour three of the podcast, which is where we are now. My onion was finding out what the soup was. Hmm. Oh, I thought you would have said an onion for me would be, you know, Loretta Lynn passing. Well, of course. But for Donna, it was soup. I'm sorry it didn't. Sorry it wasn't split pea, ma'am. My apple was cover story. The game that we play at 1130, I got five out of eight right. That was enjoyable. And I beat Donna again. Suck it! Rocco? I was going to say cover story, but now I'll say uh, my uh, apple was bumping back with Loretta Lynn's The Pill, like at 1120. That was was nice to pay tribute. It's the least we could do. She's 90 and a legend. And I think my onion was finding out you guys went to revival without me, and I'll get over it someday. I'm sorry. Sounds like maybe there's a Rocco lunch involved tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. There's not, but it was a a business meeting. We don't like to go to meals. You must know that about us. We only go under the most intense of pressure. And yeah. that was present yesterday. It was terrible. What do you want me to say, Donna? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I don't like to drive to St. Paul. <laughs> oh, Donna drove home, too, and then came back. I just hung around here. I yeah, went up yeah, and yeah. hung out in legal, and uh, I happened to know a notary public, as it were. And uh, I had her use her fancy stamper on a couple sheets that I needed. That was fun. All right. Congratulations. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This was an experience. As it always is. <laughs> it sure is. Should, um, we play, should we put Bobby's um, closing line at the end of our show? No. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like after maybe as of this in a Friday. Few yeah. When the three of yous get together. It's a real experience. Okay, you guys just <laughs> spoiled it. I gotta go. I have to go. Fine. I have another radio show I do right after this. Uh, yeah. okay. All right, gotta go. Bye, Bye now. everybody. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.